Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 210. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. Hey there, little homos. This week, we <laughs> head on down to the trailer park for some Boba Fett and Morbius. In preparation for Eternals, which opens this weekend, we review the current Eternals comic series. Oh, and Clark's reign of news terror continues. Uh, but first, a little housekeeping. Be sure to check out our interview with Steve Orlando, which came out earlier this week. Uh, it's really fun. It's informative, I think. Uh, Clark broke the fourth wall, possibly a fifth. Uh, and uh, Steve, please enjoy this basket of bunnies we sent you. If you listen to the podcast, that somehow makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kaylin, I think we got a little celebration to mention. Yeah, uh, so today is Diwali, uh, which is a very important holiday in the Hindu faith. Uh, I just want to wish everybody happy Diwali. Uh, it's the Festival of Lights, and yeah, that's it. Yay. Happy Diwali. On Saturday, I'm going to a Christmas market at the Czech Embassy. <gasps> oh, to happy Diwali so to you. fucking now early. Holiday yeah. season. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's holiday season. No more season. spoopsy season. Spoopsy season. No. Yeah, over. and Diwali's over. Christmas starts now. <laughs> yeah. Christmas starts now. <laughs> you got two Christmas days until that. It's New Year's. <laughs> Do you always celebrate by going to an MCU movie? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. That's yeah, traditional. Absolutely. <laughs> and also, you know, uh, uh, Kamal's in it, so, I yeah. mean... There yeah, go. that's true. Yeah. Well, let's all go on down to the trailer park. Yeehaw! That was a long yeehaw. Yes, it was. All right, <laughs> let's start first with Morbius. Uh, possible cult leader Jared Leto stars in the titular role as Dr. Morbius Van Von Antihero. Uh, he's kind of Dracula-like in that he also isn't a good actor. Uh, <laughs> What did you guys think of the first full look in all of its not great CGI? Dracula is a bad actor. He's not trained oh, to be a good actor. To be or not to <laughs> be. They're like, again, less. Yeah. Um, Give me less. That movie looks generic as fuck. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like, just nothing. I Nothing seemed necessarily bad about it, but it like seemed like, thankfully, they didn't uh, mispronounce vampire like they did in Venom for Symbiote. Vampire. Vampire. That's not really an incorrect no, pronunciation. No, I, I know. I know. Uh, but I was trying to do it in like, in like, uh, like what vampire we do in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They pronounced it Jeffrey, and you're like, that's not how you pronounce so vampire. I have a question for you guys. Is Jared Leto the new Nicolas Cage, like, just doing every, like, super hero slash villain out there yeah but it's a good question because his acting is not like great Mm -hmm. um it feels like you're getting jared leto every time and he's somehow getting paid like you're worried does he have like a lot of debt what's happening to him that he's taking roles this way i feel like he's so erratic though by comparison to nicholas cage who's just like stone dead the uh, entire time and his penis is very big so let's give that to oh, nicholas okay. cage's because no. of the <laughs> i don't i've never seen nicholas yeah. cage's but we've I, I mean i'm sure we've all seen that yeah, video well, of him performing also jared leto what? or uh, nicholas cage has a professionalism Oral? that jared leto doesn't <laughs> because nicholas cage would never do shit like send a pig head to will smith yeah. on you know suicide squad set or he, jerk off. Well, into a the mouse other thing though is that Nicholas K- <laughs> like Jerry Little's still making like not maybe like double A blockbusters. Like Nicholas Cage is making whatever Netflix or Amazon did will you, pick up. Did for you the see moment. that recent Hulu like Pizza Hut or I mean Chuck E. Cheese oh, monster yeah. thing? Uh, oh, Wally's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. It's insane. It's so boring. It's not. It's not insane enough to be interesting though. 
So there's two Easter eggs two, in oh, the trailer. Wait, oh. can I just oh, yeah, speak on it. the important issues of Nicolas Cage real quick? Well, <laughs> um, uh, Please, I don't, Cage away. Can you tell us I about the Nicolas Cage of it all? I don't think uh, Leto is liked enough. Who I would say is the next Nicolas Cage is Keanu Reeves. Because no. he can kind of like do oh. anything. And I think he will be a superhero, just predicting. I think Keanu Reeves is surpassed much better, much better. Nicolas Cage. Because of his hairline. <laughs> and he looks fucking great. Nicolas Cage is only loved by like stupid bros. Yeah. And bee lovers. Well, he's well. cultivated. Yeah, exactly. He's lovers cultivated. Of bees? The, what are those bee, called? Oh, bees. Well, the, re- the reason I even asked the, the comparison is because like, Nicolas Cage yeah, wanted to. An apiary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicolas Cage was like wanted to be every superhero. He was Ghost Rider. He was going to be Superman at one point in Tim Burton's <laughs> version of so Superman. Low. So fucked up looking. Uh, oh weird. my god! And then and like Jared Leto is now. This is his second like foray into comic book universes. Like first is the Joker, then as as I almost called him Venom because that's the one of the jokes in the stupid fucking trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but oh. as Morbius, and I'm sure there'll be a third. But you have to remember that Jared Leto was born for this role. <laughs> He, he, he also left dirty condoms on everyone's desk. I'm sorry, that is anti-vampire yeah. bullshit right there. Well, I uh, thought it was so funny because if you watch the bef- the day before the trailer came out, they had a here was a teaser trailer where the actors talk about like here's what this role means. They're like he has such fun and interesting powers, and then they show you like a clip of his powers, and you're like, oh, so vampire powers, <laughs> the ones we've seen in every vampire movie. Yeah, he can yeah. float. And through train stations, that's pretty useless. No. That was the best part. <laughs> yeah. Out racing that? some train. I mean, some subway or wherever Kaylin, the fuck city he's in. why don't you go through some Easter eggs? Well, so the f- one I mentioned already was it's a joke at the very end. Somebody asked him who he is. He goes, I'm Venom. Ho, 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 ho. Like, stupid oh, wait. joke. Subtle. That yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one that's more interesting um, is you get to see Michael Keaton as uh, the vulture, and he's like, "I'll be in touch" or something. Was like that. that not in the last trailer? It was. No, was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't remember. And the Spider-Man on the wall was in the last trailer. That one was definitely there. And I didn't remember something that. else that people are freaking out about. I'm like, these are stuff we've seen already. Yeah. The one that this one was a different out, line though for Michael Keaton. The one that oh oh good he got because I don't I don't I don't remember Michael Keaton saying from the teaser. Something, yeah. The it seemed pretty generically the same. The one that got me was. The stupid, they flash to a newspaper, apparently. That's how you, like, tell news still. Um, and Black Cat was referenced. And oh. I think Rhino was referenced as Did well. Did the newspaper swirl toward the screen? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It gets stuck on a garbage can and, and it's just, like, flitting uh, in the wind. And then Some one, little boy is like, extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the biggest, biggest one, it, there was a building that says Oscorp on it. Uh, so that's, I mean. Yeah, and that was the Oscorp. Uh, someone pointed out that that's the same Oscorp font. As in the Amazing Spider-Man with yeah. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sony's really milking that cow. Oh, like. the the fact that at, in the trailer they go from the the studio that oh, made uh, a Spider-Man, you know, a Homecoming or whatever, far, far from, from home, far from home, yeah. and you're like, yeah, but did but you not really? Did you guys do it? It's like, yeah, it's like when you're preparing a meal and you're like, I made the salad, and they're like, yeah, we both made yeah. this you'll make a salad yeah you will notice that yeah they use the second spider-man but they only use the first venom yeah so it was like it was just really funny they're like these were the two of the the two best ones i think so that's the ones yeah. that you want to focus they on. didn't want to remind you that they made venom too it's <laughs> it's it is saying that 
bitches, they will be in the MCU at some point. So is this how vampires are going to get into the MCU? It better I mean, hopefully fucking not. It better. Are they doing? Are they doing him as like the science vampire and actual vampire? I think it's science vampire. He's a science mm-hmm. vampire. Because yeah. he they talk Just in the entire time. like real life. Yeah, I mean that's what the character is in <laughs> yeah. the comics. Uh, yeah, because he's like the living vampire. Yeah. Morbius, the living I think vampire. we saw in uh, Castlevania that he's going to be a science vampire. <laughs> yeah. um, no, because they really try to lean into the I'm a doctor who goes for alternate medicines, whatever will find a cure. It's like, you know what finds cures? Peer reviewed research. Sure. All right, let's move on to <laughs> the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Jabba's dead, and there's a new order of crime gangs that Boba Fett has to turn into a democracy or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much do you guys want to see Gina Carano as a special guest? <laughs> just, just rotting on the ground. Aren't you guys impressed uh, at how good the cosplay is getting? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really funny is uh, there were a lot of people like basically shitty people online defending. Uh, what was her name? Gina. Gina Carano. Gina Carano. I don't even want to remember her name. And But then they Why'd were the same ask? people before she made those really, really shitty like anti-vax pro-Trump comments uh, that they were like, Attacking her for being too swole as a woman, and that she didn't look like a real woman. Jesus, and I'm like, y'all are fucking awful. Y'all are just bad people. <laughs> You're not defending they... her. You're just defending like shitty opinions. What do they want? <laughs> like, yeah, she represents us, but not in a good enough way. Like, they want peer reviewed research. Yeah, I don't know if peer reviewed research would give you Gina Carano, but <laughs> couldn't hurt. Um, I don't know why it's called the the book of Boba Fett. Keep it closed is he's, what I say. He's I not going to write anything. Maybe he has a cu- yeah. Yeah, cute little diary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dear diary, at, at the, at the day 24 on Tatooine. episode, he's like, wow, today was so crazy. Uh, <laughs> and just like recaps his day. That's Sarlacc. God, what a pill. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it looks... It would be better. Um, fine. It, as a huge fan, I, I have to see a little bit more just in general because this looks like Mandalorian 2.0 yeah. and I'm not that excited about it. It looks like Mandalorian 0.5. <laughs> it, it's a it's a miss. It's a miss from a variety perspective. Uh I mean they had to do it cuz obviously they were taking over Jabba's old palace, but like we don't need more desert planets in Star Wars. We, we need more we different we, types of ecosystems. We need to define who he is a little bit more because we don't really know even through all the lore that we have and we definitely definitely need to get a supporting cast under him because i don't but, think that oh, actor can really hold it together but jennifer beals is in it i do like jennifer beals oh from like- seventh heaven who was in blade three yeah she was right. she was like one of those oh, trinity blade trinity yeah. uh so with the Mandalorian, when that first appeared, I was like, kind of, you know, not really looking forward to it. I was like, I'll definitely watch it. But then once the introdu- uh, introduction of Grogu, 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 Grogu. I always call him Grogu. How dare you, ba- Baby Yoda? It's that relationship Ragu. between Mando and <laughs> and Ragu, uh, Ma- <laughs> Mando and Grogu was what made the show. It was a real heart of the show. <laughs> Grogu, baby, Gro- whatever. Grow, grow, because he's gonna grow. <laughs> oh, grow. Oh, oh, there I got it. Okay. Yeah, that but does help. He's gonna grow, but right now he's goo. He's Gro- Grogu. <laughs> Grogu. Grogu. Oh, uh, sorry, can we go on? No, no, no. So like that's what like made the show. But to you know your point about like there needs to be a bet like a really good uh, supporting cast because yeah. right now this just seems like okay it's clearly like kind of a crime story yeah. kind of a revenge story 
And we've seen some of that before in the Star Wars universe. And because it's Star Wars, it's going to be a little bloodless. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine, but sure. it's like... Chew, chew, just the Yeah, exactly. We don't lasers. see anything, really. So, so, so burned. Yes. So, they're, like, I'm hopeful that something will differentiate it and, like, give it some heart. But I don't know what that is yet. And so. we were promised a bounty hunter story from Mandalorian. And that mm-hmm. bitch is basically Mother Teresa. <laughs> like, he is the sweetest guy ever. Yeah. So if if I see some actual bounty hunter yeah. show up, maybe some within the lore that we love so much. So, like, Bosk, um, Dengar, just stupid people like that. That would be sure, fun that- to see. I agree with you, Kaylin, about Gragu. That um, <laughs> don't do this. Uh, we should have pasta. Gragu. That, yeah. that, that part, of, part of the show is really about their, you know, they, the the appeal is their relationship. Tristan calls that character shameless cash grab. Um, <laughs> and has he never seen Star Wars before? He kept asking me but why. He kept asking me why on earth there would be a book of Boba Fett. Um, and you're like, shut up. Well, I told him this. He's one of the most popular characters from the original three films, Ever. and he's like, "No, that's not true." And I said, "Yes, it is. People love him because they don't know anything about him." He's like, "That's not true." And then he pushed subpoena. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else on Book of Boba Fett? I. Uh, what do you want to see? You want to see a little baby Jabba? Or well, something? yeah, we'd be <laughs> remiss if we did not talk about the cavalry of Bahrain. One Ming Na Wen returning as Fennec, whatever the rest of her name. She, she is gonna <laughs> cavalry of Bahrain. Yeah, bitch, watch well, Agents of Shield. Shield. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I don't know, you. and How I don't dare care. You. Hey, well, if you were a real Ming Na Stan, you would know. I, I guess I'm not. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, Krell and I have T-shirts. So. I thought they were called Mingnosticators. <laughs> <laughs> she, she will truly. She's carry gonna that fucking show. carry the show yeah. just like she carried Agents of Shield. So I love her so much. She will Good definitely be the best you. part of it. Yep, I agree. Well, those have been our trailers. Thanks for coming, little homos. Let's do some issues. <laughs> you have some issues. It seemed like you were gonna like just stop. Be like, no, he's got volumes. Uh, all right, so there were no new X books this week. V sad, uh, but in preparation for seeing Eternals, we are all going to see Eternals this evening. By the way, which is uh, in the future for you, or in the past? It's in the past. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I can't tell time. Where are we? Just like the Eternals, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, so we decided to read and reread um, the current Eternals series by Kieran Gillen and Isad Ribic, uh, and we're going to talk about the opening storyline. So Be prepared. A- this synopsis is long. <laughs> oh, okay. I Deal thought I made it, it kind of short. So Zuras, the head of the Olympian Eternals, has been killed. Uh, normally this wouldn't be a problem because just like the Krakoans, the Eternals have a way of bringing their dead back to life. But the problem is that someone has taken their resurrection machine offline. These acts set off a Watchmen-esque murder mystery of cosmic proportions with characters such as Icarus, Cersei, Thena, Sprite, Druig, and Fastos trying to figure out who done it. Thanos is involved, because of course he is, but to be fair, he is inextricably linked to their mythos. And he's the one who killed Zurus. Uh, but the true mystery is which of the Eternals helped him do it. Icarus and Sprite spend a good chunk of the story protecting a human boy named Toby Ropes, Robson, Oh, and Gilgamesh, the Forgotten One, has reinvented himself <laughs> into a paranormal Punisher. Okay, spoilers ahead. So if you haven't read the first six issues... Hit that pause button. Hit that pause button. Turns out that Fastos was the one who was helping Thanos all along. His motivation for turning off the resurrection, resurrection machine in a Twilight Zone-esque twist, an Eternal can only be resurrected if, if a human life is snatched as as a trade. Icarus finds... finds out the hard way when he's killed in this climactic battle and Toby the boy that we talked about before has to die in order for Icarus to be resurrected 
Zorus is reborn as well and tells the Olympian Eternals that Thanos must be purged. And the story ends with Icarus leading a small band of Eternals to Lemuria, the home of the Deviants, and he asks the Deviants to help the Eternals change. So we started off reviewing this book when it was first coming out. Uh, We liked the first couple of issues. By issue three, I think we kind of got a little uh, distracted, maybe is a good way to put it. Um, Rereading it now as a big chunk, what did you guys think? Awful. Really? I I hate Thanos. I'm so dumb. Oh, Thanos. okay. It was just a boring so waste of my time. For them to concentrate on Thanos yes. was stupid. That's I fair. I would agree with that. They have better villains. They could do more. Maybe a deviant could be the villain. I Although don't know. We, we, as as we were talking about, I read every single Eternals comic. Yeah, same. That is on um, Unlimited, yeah. and exhausting. Every single thing is deviants this and deviants that. They always fight the same fucking <laughs> so, deviants. It, there was literally one um, well, their main like directive one, is one to shot where they them. fight Apocalypse and then that's the only thing that was different. Normally I would agree with you um, because I'm very tired of Thanos as a villain the same way I'm tired of Darkseid as a villain for DC or the Joker as a villain but because he is part of the mythos of the Eternals he is an Eternal himself but from Titan yeah um that it made Titan. some sense and so like the it the story didn't even focus on him very much cuz like he's there for some of the battle scenes he's but, the weapon yeah yeah and like he's not a character he's like he's like a catalyst he is yeah. there to kill zuras nature there you go there to kill zuras um and then it's all about like who is the one that was helping him <laughs> So I like the kind of the the mystery of it a little bit, but I want to hear. Oh, go ahead, I forgot someone was helping him. They kept forgetting to bring it up for like two issues, three issues, and I'm like, oh yeah, someone has helping him. Oh. No, that was the whole point of what the once they already knew that Thanos had killed them, everything was about figure. They had already was it Cersei was the, the one traitor. who was like, there's definitely a it traitor. Vanished for like two episodes at some point. But like two Druid issues was at some like point. The yeah, then Druid came around. It's I, the same red herring we always do. It's so boring. It definitely, it's so exhausting. It definitely, stupid. it definitely they was stupid sitting around waiting for. Druid to spring another trap. I do think that they did. They kind of wasted the turn for Fastos because you didn't really see a lot of him the whole time. Mm -hmm. I do think the overall reveal of the book made the, this was the most interesting. I mean, I I only read, what is it? I read all the big runs, but didn't read the in-betweens, the 80 series, and then some of the one shots or whatever that I think you had pointed out, Clark. But like, this was definitely the most interesting and compartmentalized series that actually made me care about these characters because obviously Kirby's run set it off, which is great. It's obviously iconic in its own right, but it's not very good right now if you read it. And then Gaiman's was fun, but like it just it there wasn't a lot of character in history. There's a lot more, I felt, character interactions where you really learned who all the characters were. So kudos to Kieran Gillen. Kieran Gillen. I mean, I was he's like, your Grogu. Well, I was like, Kieran Gulgalon. Yeah. Um, but I just, I really appreciated mm-hmm. what, this is the first time that I actually appreciated these characters, certainly a lot more. And again, the reveal was very cool for making these characters make a lot more sense and be more unique and interesting. I thought these characters were incredibly boring because Simonson did an amazing jo- job oh, in his 80s run that's to what make I didn't these read. characters what they are. The Kirby run is all about story, not about character. Yep. And the Simonson run, so yep. much characterization that this felt weak as fuck. So that's what I was missing. It's I wish I like read the it, 80s one. And then fucking, as we were going to talk about a little bit, Makari and... Um, Ajax show up for like three panels so just to be like, sidelined. how are you doing? You're deaf now. And <laughs> da, da, da. And then that's it. And used to be such big parts. Well, Makari so is my favorite one. And this was just a bland nothing. I know. It, which is such a shame. 
I was gonna like, say, especially it's, now with my car being so like prevalent in the film and stuff too. The it's one part like, I such a miss. didn't super enjoy was the fact that like because we had started reading this before I had read anything about Eternals, yeah. and then having gone back and reread some of the other stuff, I was surprised at how much they played off of like Icarus's and Sprite's relationship. Like, I get it that they're these easy etern- eternal characters that they can kind of flip and move around as they want. But I did think I was like, did I admit like these characters don't seem as similar as I thought they were to like their original incantations kind of thing. Or like they keep building off of history that doesn't exist. I guess I I liked it, um, you know, not having a lot of, you know, history with the characters anywhere else. Um, I think that a lot of the dialogue can kind of blend together. But the narrator's perspective of the regeneration machine, I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. It was interesting and... It was really well paced and designed. The real contribution in my mind was how fucking weird the Eternals are, how culturally they exist, and the problems that occur when you try and translate what they're saying or how they feel and think, how they're constantly engaging with each other in their uh, telepathy and you know how they just experience the world is so foreign and different from us mm-hmm. that that is stuff that I would like explored a lot more. Yeah, I actually 100% agree because I was about to say the narration is what I really picked up on on the second the second time I read it. Um, it reminded me a lot, Brent, you'll remember this, of Peter Milligan's and Duncan uh, Fedrigo's uh, Enigma. Uh, we When we yeah. read it years ago where like the, the narration is like very kind of like cutting at times and like is sort of very breaking the fourth wall at times and then you find out why it's that way. So I think that was a huge influence on Gillen. And... I think the world building more than the actual story is what I enjoyed the most. Like mm. the, why there are so many divisions uh, of, you know, between the various Eternals for those who live on Olympia or uh, live in like, you know, like so many other cities that are mentioned uh, throughout the book. Um, that's like, I want that explored in like the next. Dare story. I like, say Hickman S? Yeah. Like yeah. on a lesser level. No, but seriously. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Even like the. Dare <laughs> you. <laughs> See, I even thought that was weak. And it's because Simonson okay. Run does so much of that that this just felt like an afterthought almost to me. Well, girl, hey, you're being a sourpuss. Read that one because it's literally What did Neil Gaiman even do to us? Um, can I just say, so on the art side, the shading is beautiful. The coloring is wonderful. Every character looks like they just took a bite of jello <laughs> <laughs> just jiggly just they, in the weird part they don't have, that's like, what happens when you have, eat jello <laughs> yeah, it gets very jolly. Just gets, it's so weird that they don't have eyelids or eyebrows what i gotta tell you is going on the, the lines are weird the sprite redesign is one of the most horrifying things i've seen for quite some time she looks like <laughs> an, an elderly tiny yeah woman. it's just the creepiest she, fucking thing and i remember when we first is read amy sadaris so playing her in the role <laughs> like that <laughs> Right. It's oh, wild. Yeah. I love it. It's like those paintings where they're like, did you not know how to draw a teenager? So you just did a small adult. You did both spiky and long hair yeah. and small ambit. It made no But like, sense. so I will pose a question, yeah. probably not mostly to Clark, but like, again, I don't, I don't know what happened in the Simonson run. That's a great run. question, Adam. Let me ask a better Shut one. Shut the fuck up. No, I don't know what happened in the Simonson run, but I mean like, again, the re- there is no, these Eternals, like just as characters and just immersing myself in it like the past week, they're kind of fucking boring. So the fact that they like, in order to be resurrected, they have to kill a human is a yeah. very cool story I element. Can, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That I think that's. I think to your point, I was willing to forgive a lot of stuff because I'm like, oh, now I actually give a shit. This is such an interesting dilemma for these people. Then like the typical Saturday morning cartoon vibe that they had, even through like 2008, like it was Game of Thrones was like a 
fancy version of the stereotypical uh, Saturday night car- Saturday morning cartoon vibe. So that's one of my issues is based on that is that every single run they have to find a reason that they can't resurrect. Uh, every single fucking time and it's always like oh the machine broke down <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's offline blah 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 and this person got hurt no oh, it's no, no like, resurrection wednesday yeah, was the, every single time and i'm like this is stupid so the for, was the forgotten one thing in the 80s run like yeah. when he sabotaged the machine okay he was well, in the, around the avengers all, at some point like, too. Yeah, yeah he was he was definitely yeah the yeah. problem with the entire series is that you would talked about it Every single time that they get a story and they're like, oh, they're coming. The Celestials are going to ruin everything. It's 50 years until this. The, the series, series gets canceled. And then they have to fix it all in the Avengers. Or they have to fix oh. it in a different storyline in order to like make it make sense. Because they kept ending on these series. runs. And yeah. I was like, what? The Avengers <laughs> what have to solve to all of these things. Well, off podcast, Adam, you asked us, like, why the Eternals never had an ongoing series? And they really haven't. Yeah. Uh, and there's a reason why. Conceptually, it's not one of Kirby's better things. It's just, it's just not. And obviously, this series exists because, you know, uh, this is an MCU movie that's opening this weekend. And right. we'll see. I mean, it's oh, no. it's not gotten the best reviews, I but know. hopefully it'll it'll have some redeeming quality. I'm so quality. worried that it, the material's not going to help. <laughs> it, may, it, it, may, it may not. It's just, it's very, it's it feels, because this is right when Kirby came back to Marvel after his little tenure in D.C., and what he did at DC was create the fourth world, which is the new gods mm-hmm. with Darkseid and everybody. And that's a better concept. Yeah. It is. It, it's, it's, it stood the test of time. So much so that Ava DuVernay couldn't even do her version of it because goddamn Zack Snyder <laughs> fucking ruined right. it for everybody by putting fucking Darkseid right. in his stupid Justice League. Um, so the fact that any writer, Kieran Gillen, Neil Gaiman, whomever can find like a way, an interpretation, I'm like, okay... That's cool. These aren't very good characters, in my opinion. So the yeah. characterization doesn't even matter to me. Go. Okay. I think it'd be really fun as a storyline, you know, because they you know, they killed, you know, Todd or whomever. Toby. Toby. Uh, in, uh, Todd. You know, it's just some random person. But I think it'd be very interesting if in some other comic storyline, an Avenger or whomever just died. Mm, for no explicable yeah. reason. Uh, what if it's an X-Men and then they get resurrected in Krakoa? The Eternals oh. The Eternals know <laughs> who it is. Blowing mine. But they can't like like if they die, the machine just starts them back up again. They don't really have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. And if they try and stop the machine, they destroy oh, the entire yeah. earth. So like having exactly. that con- having that conflict I think would be very interesting with I think it'd be fine. I would be okay with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't care about this kid dying thing because the world will end if you don't do it. Like there's yeah. not there's the needs not, of it's, the it's, one versus needs of many. Yeah. yeah. It's not a it's not a fucking that, issue, not that, a problem at all. That old thing I'll of like a you, child pu- you, to save you the push world. a button and then you get <laughs> eternal you do life. It without even that. No, it's a lot of money. <laughs> save yeah, a child. You get a lot of money, Period. but you're killing off the last person who pushed it. That's what it is. Oh, is that the rule? Yeah, it's the Twilight Zone story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll do it. So, what if you push it <laughs> twice? Do you kill yourself? <laughs> one one thing that definitely it just jams. Yeah. One thing that definitely made this story lighter for me is the fact that we're just so immersed in Krakoa's resurrection technology right now that it did. I mean, I get it. They kind of had it first, but it does feel a little bit like. All right, how many fucking superhero gangs are going to have resurrection technology? Mm, yeah. Then the Avengers show up. Hey, right. hey we got one too. Yeah, y'all. exactly. There's this one, I don't remember what they're called. The New Gods or something that was also done by the Celestials, like a different version. Uh, and then there was one one shot it, where yeah. they had to fight and then they kill them, but they're going to get resurrected too. And you're like, holy fuck, this is just Maybe never Maybe they ending. become Eternals then and then no. Celestial. No, I no. don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> Just stating a fact. You're, you're about to say something. Uh, I was, and then I forgot. No, because I loved in Kirby's run, they kept being like, Eternals can never die, but they could certainly be twisted apart. Or like they kept re- repeating a specific phrase that didn't seem like the easiest way to say someone <laughs> That's like, how they say you that. could be mangled <laughs> and like you could be like asleep like they kind of had. Like there's all sorts of ways you can like be immortal while also not actually existing. But I just thought they're like, you'll, you'll turn out those lots of ways that can turn you out. And your, I'm like, what? Your hand will get caught in a printing press. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and then what happens? Go ahead. No, I'm going backwards a little bit. You were talking about all the characterization that's built up and all the world building. They don't mention a lot of really important stuff. The fact that one of the people killed by Thanos that's um, in whatever this fuck, Polaris, Polarity, oh, blah, Polaria, blah, blah, yeah. Yeah, was, um, oh shit, I just Vulcan? lost his name in my head. Not Ajax, um, not Achilles, whatever his name, Icarus's father. Wasn't it Vulcan? Is that no, 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 that's Icarus's uncle. Oh, Zeg- Zigba, Zegba. No, no, no. It starts with the V. Also, like Icarus's father died there. Druig's father died there, and blah blah blah. And it's just all these fucking real people. It's a very tight storyline, given how many people's names they toss out. Yeah, you and when then they're they, like, there's a zip through. They slightly bring up the fact that that Icarus is from Polaria and had moved over to blah blah blah. You're like, no, am no, I no, supposed no. to know Olympia. the name? They give you so much history, and you're like, do I need to remember Jib Jab? Like. How important it, is this? Well, it kind of it kind of reminded me. And having read the, I think the, all of Inhumans, I really know is their like what not their original, but they're like two thousand redo. Didn't they have like With a Jay nine Lee. issue redo? Yeah, it was yeah. like uh, yeah, Paul Jenkins and Jay Lee. And it reminded Marvel me Knights. a lot of that, where I'm like, Druig is just the fucking evil brother Maximus. of Black. Yeah, so I'm like, and also Loki and everyone. There was else, like yeah. some weird vibes I got where I think it's exactly that point where I'm like, there's lots of stuff I would love to see explored because I think overall the Eternals concept is interesting. I think it does get cut short, but I'm also like, it's because they never really do a good job beyond just saying like, here's the same seven people every fucking time and these people always act exactly the same. Maybe they change appearances. Who knows? But it, it never really gets anywhere. <laughs> just fucking keeps going around in cycles every time. So did any of the characters stand out to you at all? Um, Thena's uh, fuck piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirsty Athena. She, I'm reading the old ones. She has like three random children that suddenly don't yes, exist anymore. Yes, that's right. She like fucks all the time and anybody and everybody and she's just fucking crazy. Like, I don't like Angelina Jolie, how? but she might be the character I'm most interested uh, in seeing honestly, because she's going to be a train wreck. And how good is Deviant Dick, apparently? <laughs> she's <laughs> she like, I'm it. never going back to Deviant yeah, Dick. Yeah, she's not into vanilla Cut at all. Cut to 2000 no, years old. <laughs> Uh, I also <laughs> liked Cersei's character. I've also, I'll, I've always loved Cersei yeah, when yeah, she yeah. was like she's on the Avengers. Agreed, I like her. But like, she's definitely. I felt like uh, Gillen sometimes. I like his stuff, but he's definitely like a little like hipper than thou with a oh. lot of his work. And it's like it's clearly like an Emma Frost esque mm-hmm, type yeah. character that she that she's. And I was like, I don't remember her characterization being quite like that before. She's kind of an aggressive, but also weird at the same time. Yeah. The thing I'm most frustrated with is now that they've changed Makari to a, a woman, mm-hmm. we're not Cersei and Makari are like star-crossed lovers throughout right, history and right. all this stuff. We're not going to get that. We're not. They're not going to throw in some lesbianism in this movie. Blame China. Well, there's what there, there's some gay stuff in this movie because um, I don't care about gays. <laughs> and Facedos, looking through all the history of these the people, he's awful. He's I liked, like he suddenly becomes a pacifist and then like you're like there's a end of the world don't be a pacifist that happened before now he's you know destroying the fucking and I don't know he's lame and he also has IKEA furniture and he's like a rich gay no <laughs> in the movie which we haven't watched yet <laughs> yeah, let's well, talk about the comic 
Uh, I did like the what's the the guy? Shit, I can't remember his name. He was the Richard Madden, like Kingo? no, like samurai guy. Kingo, 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 yes. Kingo yeah. Who they're changing entirely? No. I, well, probably. Kingo is uh, uh, Kamal. Uh, uh, oh no, 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 no he's going to be a Bollywood star. He'll be a Bollywood star. Uh, yeah, I mean, either way, but I mean, we're talking about the book. We're not talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah. So the second scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. That we don't know yet. You know, all we I wanted swear was more. We of, haven't seen it yet. Yeah. We swear. I wanted I more promise. dick flap. Where's my Where's my dick covering flap for uh, Richard Madsen? Oh God, I, did, I thought you meant a flap like it's flapping in the breeze. Sorry, were you familiar with this story? They had to add that front flap to Richard Madden's uh, costume because his dick was so protruding that they didn't want to have to like CGI it out in every scene. CGI it in. <laughs> they had to put the mustache on it. Yeah. Get the testicle imprints too. Yeah. So, oh so we add talk- veins. So we talked about this a little bit, but like any uh, ideas on where you'd like the story to go? Down a cliff into the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I. They need to do a better job. I was actually really upset that. Crow was only in Kirby's run because he was like a deviant that actually see- was he back in Simon's? Oh, 100%. Sense? Okay, well, then I, him are fucking I really right missed center. out the fucking. I really should have read that. Read 80s that one. One. But either way, I that's the only seemingly because what is it? Toe, toe day, toe the fucking like leader of the deviants just looks mm-hmm. like some uh character from Akira. And then, like, they're just not that interesting. Like, they're just, I, I don't know. I find the concept of the deviants interesting, but they haven't established any interesting characters which is another reason why it feels like a saturday morning cartoon because all the villains are just like generally abstract villains as opposed to like multifaceted did they introduce that weird fucked up red one that turned out to be good and then like the dickhead who looked hot maybe that's what simon oh oh that's right yeah they they continue on and i quite like them okay yes that's what i was missing because those were the two most like the I know it's too many runs, but the Kirby run where they had the annual where Thena was hunting down the people with those two people with those two. Yeah. That was super fun. Simonson, that was the only Simonson, good Simonson, just fucking yeah, read it. Yeah, I need to fucking read it. Okay, well, everybody read the Simonson run and then read this one. Yeah, I hope this continues into the Simonson run. Yeah, it's a 12 issue one. It's just like a mini series purposefully. Yeah. I would just like right? them to get a new oh, mission no. statement just in no, general. It's yes. Like not. I mean, obviously, it's not really working for them because they always get cut off in a run. Do you? So maybe. No, I don't think. Uh, uh, but I like maybe actually be a little bit more heroic. Uh, we've seen Circe and like Gilgamesh do it, but like maybe more Spread of a out. group, like actually form a team to actually do it. Cause I think that's the only way to actually integrate into the rest of the Marvel universe. I think I'd like to see them start like a conspiracy theory <laughs> that the earth is actually a giant machine to resurrect them. They did. They did bring <laughs> up the Illuminati. Yeah. And yeah. Circe was in it. <laughs> My favorite though, is that rather than just like, take a hey we'll just stop doing whatever idea and stop being resurrected because like they'll live forever as long as they don't like be killed so what if you just disappeared and became hermits They're like no we can't do that we can't possibly do that we gotta fight deviants how dare you (laughs) expect them to stay in their homes for thousands of years uh did you guys read the one shots right after it yeah what'd you guys what'd y'all think i mean it's i don't know it's uh, i got annoyed that it's more thanos stuff cool yeah. Like I, I was fine for your reasons, Kalen, that Thanos was in the story because he felt more instrumental than anything. But this seemed like, oh my god, how interesting that he came about this way. I'm like, I just, it's too much history. It's too much exposition. It's hard to follow. For something I don't really give a fuck about. I think the main problem is that all his family are dead or shoved in somewhere or that kind of stuff. That that would make him interesting and more involved. Yeah. Um, I like the like art him? in Thanos Rising. It was by Dustin Weaver, the guy who did Shield, uh, the Jonathan Hickman mm-hmm. Shield. 
Uh, and it, but it had a very like 80s style, which like it kind of helped with the throwback nature yeah. of the story. Mm-hmm. But I thought the story in Celestia was a lot better. It was yes. a lot more interesting. I thought it was really, I thought it was really well done. Uh, having a character just questioning their faith when they're the person who's speaking to these super beings and then fucking Ghost Rider is the person that now talks to them occasionally. Yeah. Great. Lots of fun. Yeah. All right. So in addition to Eternals, we read one more book this week, uh, The Delightful, Irreverent, and Very Gay Hulkling and Wiccan uh, on Marvel Unlimited by Josh Trujillo and Jody uh, Nishijama. Our favorite queer married couple hosts their first ever dinner party, and the guests are a real who's who of Marvel gays, including Bobby Iceman, Northstar, and Kyle. Yes, <laughs> Kyle. Uh, the conversation during dinner results in Billy and Teddy realizing that they haven't been communicating about their future very, very well. Teddy thinks that they're going to stay in the Kree-Skrull space fairly permanently, while Billy thinks that they'll head back to Earth. After the dinner party, Teddy is called away on uh, official Empire business, while Billy discovers a magical video game system with the cutest 32-bit versions of him and hubby in costume on screen. He presses the start button, and both find themselves with new partners who seem much more similar to their current desires. Billy's back on Earth with some Hermes cosplay twink, and Teddy's <laughs> still in space with a bearish alien pirate type. Ah, uh, yes, and we know that MCU breakout star Agatha Harkness is behind this all. What do we think? Um, I have a question. Was Kyle the one to say, like, to bring up the whole where are you going to live? Yes. Okay, yes. this is the first time I ever shit liked Kyle. Because he was just shit straight up dumb dick. Yeah. That's why Captain America wants me, to have dinner happy. with him in trial. And He's a good conversationalist. North Star's like, don't worry. Everything will work out fine, I'm sure, yeah, for whatever. you two. <laughs> Meanwhile, also, Bobby Iceman's like, can I have some pie? Or you yeah. want my pie? Isn't that terrible that, like, they literally invited everybody and he's like the one single one. They could invite no. Anoli or Anal or yeah. something. It's, it right. it's Except they turn him into a seven-year-old in, in New Mutants. Right. I, I would like to address the Evites that were sent out. Um, <laughs> the Why fact, didn't I get one? What the, year is this? Evites? Yeah, I'll send you one right now. It says, fuck you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Ryan has actually sent me an Evite that said, it just said fuck, uh, an invitation to go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never RSVP'd, so I don't know. The Czech Christmas market was an Evite. Yeah. It's uh, but the fact that he was just doing the top tier like uh gay characters in the Marvel universe made me mad because I was like, where are the young... lesbians? Well, yes. Where's the transgender diversity? They don't want any of those at this party. But also, not. the but young Dick... Avengers are queer as fuck. Dinner. The the young Avengers are queer as fuck. Why did he not invite what? them? They're Why like... didn't you invite your fucking brother? Who's also but queer. I have and his boyfriend. Yeah. I oh have an explanation. God. I think that because they're married, they're like, well, we need to get more mature friends and stuff like that. They, Even I mean, though that there's, I'm going to say like a good Iceman is not mature. Eight, nine, ten year age difference between them. Yeah. Am I wrong? I think that's right. And I think it was very cute that they were like, we're going to do our first yeah. ever yeah. adult dinner party. That's what like made it really charming. Plus it, the art. The art's It was great. very sitcom-esque, no, which is like the two of them saying like, we're going to grow up today. So we're only going to invite our old gay friends, not our young that's fair. i feel Hero like it was game. a shit dinner party they could have had more what? people they could have had more people well, more, more opinions and more interaction that would have been very fun and would have explored you know the the problems that they have in their relationship so that jumping into this split would seem more interesting 
So the thing that was weird. You're for notoriously me was, a great host. What's that? You're notoriously a great host. Yes, just notoriously. I just want to. I just want to <laughs> say it was probably pitched to be a bigger party, and the executives were like, "Look, you already had the Marvel voices you issue. You need this? that many more fucking no. people in yeah. one. You get it's five. like it's <laughs> not Pride Month anymore. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna wait till next June. You get five. That's but, the yeah. Yeah. so this the you know it's a scrolling comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you print it, does it come like as a roll? Like how do you? It's read? a fruit by the. Fruit by, it's a fruit roll up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. Do you remember the Teeny Howard one shot after Empire where they're like on their honeymoon? Yeah. yeah. I really wish that um, champagne robot was there. To oh just be like yeah. Serving at the party. Uh, that, that was really good at all parties. Really. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so this is gonna seem really reductive, but is Teddy's new partner a top and Billy's new partner a bottom? Or Wicked and Hermes going to be bumping magical purses? That's this what I was the to... real problem Girl. because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this person. And it's like, that's not that's not either of their types. Yeah. That, their types aren't them. You yeah, but maybe that's what they really like about them. Who knows? But Do wouldn't it. the temptation seem more real if it was like, you just flip the characters? They should have been like flipped, that. obviously. But, uh, <laughs> well, n- enough uh, flip-flopping conversations. But like, I think the reason why is, uh, is... You you started the question with, who's a top and who's a bottom? <laughs> <laughs> You fucking faggot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think the reason why is obviously these partners are not going to be because they're yeah. too Opposites similar to attract. themselves. Opposites it, attract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Do you remember when I asked the question whether um whether Hulkling, since he's a shapeshifter, if he can like shape shift his asshole to be yeah. tighter? Yeah. yeah. God. Wasn't yeah. that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what I mean is that are we sure that Wiccan's a bottom? I think they can. They, I think they can. They're verse. verse. Yeah, why not? Maybe they're yeah, verse. So but, he but theoretically could make his dick shaped like a trumpet. But you are right in the sense <laughs> that not? this book overall definitely follows the stereotypical like opposites to track. So that's what it because like Kai was it Kyla Nortzar's conversation was like, uh, like, of course, we've been married. and Everything is great. But like, we're complete opposite people. And look at how he, well this I'm works a night out. owl. He's a morning person. It's all person. about compromise. Also, yeah, their marriage is working so well. No one wants to write them. More <laughs> 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 Guys. Um, I hate to go back to this, but could we just concentrate on what these dream partners look like a little bit? Yeah, more? sure. Just yeah. a little bit Let's, more. Yeah, and yeah. I pulled them up. Um, apparently, Wiccans is like some sort of Greek ghost. He's yeah. Hermes. What the fuck? It, okay. That's what I'm thinking. It's pronounced Hermes. Hermes. It's Hermes. And then um, Hulkling's partner is... He oh. looks like from she. He's from Shira. Hulkling's oh, partner. Hulkling's yeah. partner is hot as fuck. <laughs> I knew. I knew. <laughs> goddamn. And I'm attracted to Hermes. Look at that Hermes. Bitch. Look at that little daddy. No. You're so. I'm, I'm not. I knew it. Adam. I'm not as into it. I like. I like the one that's possessed with demon hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wicked. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that explains your ex-boyfriends. <laughs> Most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Which pages are these on? Oh. <laughs> One. There's no page. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See them, Brent? Yeah. So I, I've got them up. Also, they, this, the, the whole Infinity Comics thing doesn't work in this case. It just doesn't. It, the infiniteness of it all. There's too many things that would functionally have to be single pages I, in a normal yeah. So yeah. the X-Men it, ones work. The X-Men works, ones work. Uh, the first Jeff the four shark, issues of the X-Men ones The work. Wolverine yeah. Jeff the Shark works like crazy, <laughs> and I yeah. fucking love it. Kinda it kind of bothers me just how much empty space there, there is. has to be. In order to make this feel like there's more to the I left. I kind of like reading that way, though. Just scrolling endlessly. It's yeah. very like that. web. It's very yeah. webcomic. It makes a lot of sense. The thing that made me laugh, though, is because this is the first one that I read. I haven't read the Unlimited. And I'm like, 
at the beginning, I was like, oh, I hope I don't have time to read this. I'm like, hitting it. Where's the page number? Hitting it. Where's the page? I'm like, is this broken? Why is yeah. it working? And then I was like, oh, it's a scroll. So apparently, it is supposed to be the best on the phone because I'm reading it on my iPad. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing it on the phone. And the iPad, it's like, oh, this is a little weird, but like phone's supposed to be the do, best. Do phone it. is really nice. And, it was really fun And they fun make to read. sure the dialogue you can still read on your phone, nice. too. Because you know when you try to do like comicsology or something on your phone, oh, yeah. and it's garbage. And we have bad eyesight, Smart yeah. art. Yeah. 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 We have really bad I feel like a lot of this felt like cutscene stuff that you'd see in like a dating app game. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, yeah. you're right. It's totally a dating sim. I mean, that's what yeah. the whole like console game is. Like, oh, do you say to him that you want to suck his dick or go on a date? <laughs> yeah. It just looks like old school Can I just get game. to the goddamn porn? I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I cracked up, Caitlin, because in your recap, you mentioned 32-bit graphics and I cried because I'm like, oh my God, that is such old graphics at this point. <laughs> it is because 32-bit is like late 90s? I yeah, it's say. like PlayStation Saturn. So it's like you still had a lot of 2D stuff and I was like, that's not 32-bit. That's like, I'm like, oh, that's probably pretty clear. It does look like a 32 actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both uh, Wiccan and Hulkling's uh, new boyfriend look like they want to borrow weed from them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally or like take molly with them yeah oh um God. so most important question josh trujillo the writer he's very cute can i get him to notice me wow <laughs> first steve orlando uh, now okay. all right work the room and the I answer guess. is yes all right, go, comic con how right, was your date on thursday or wednesday tuesday <laughs> tuesday it was good we went to go see I don't know what dispatch. day is this. It's is. a Brigadoon day. Remember my future past thing? I already talked <laughs> about that. No, no, day, days of future past right here. Yeah. Uh, it was good. We went to go see French Dispatch. French dispatch. The new Wes Anderson movie. Yes. I liked it. Uh, but has have you seen French Dispatch yet, or will you have seen French Dispatch? <laughs> I saw it <laughs> in the future. stories. Speaking of French Dispatch, it's a news dispatch. En français, Brent. It is Le Journal Dispatch. Well done. We done? All right. Image Comic Workers have unionized, naming their organization Comic Book Workers United. The union will include behind-the-scenes staff and editors, amongst other worker complaints, is the usual overworked and underpaid. Yep. Creators, meanwhile, are fucked. They're not <laughs> able to, particip to participate as they are classified as freelance workers, and as oh, such, Jesus. it's illegal for them to unionize according to the U.S. government and law. So uh, what I was going to say is the U.S. government won't allow that, except for SAG and AFTRA and Writer, writer Guild, etc., because they were grandfathered and created before that. Mm -hmm. And supposedly they could, if they wanted to, bring in comic creators, but they just fucking don't want to. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. That's much cheaper labor. So, what do you think? Will the union spread to other companies? Um, there have uh, been multiple attempts in the uh, I'll say this one too. In the past, there's been multiple attempts, 70s, 80s, 90s, to do this, and all of them failed. Was this one going to hold? I don't know if it'll hold. I hope it holds. Uh, I think Image yeah. being a very forward-looking company is, um, I th I think it just kind of makes sense for them to be the first to do this. I can see this maybe spreading to like Dark Horse, Oni, Boom, mm. some of the other smaller companies. Not DC and Marvel, I don't no. think will do this. Uh, <laughs> I wish creators were part of it, but like the folks who are behind the scenes, like the editors and all the all the other folks you know, in the background, like I'm glad that they're getting this. I really am. Well, those are the people that definitely need it the most. I would say not that obviously creators don't also need to be able to advocate for themselves and things like that, but it is like, it's the same thing like in Hollywood. Like you're, it's all the people that are usually making all the work happen necessarily besides the creative talent that usually get fucked over. I mean, these people are editing at like midnight yeah. and they're getting emails, all that kind of stuff. Speaking yeah. of France where you can't legally, you can't get emails after four o'clock. Yeah. That's otherwise your computer will, will blow up. Uh -huh. 
your company <laughs> and everything else will blow up. Oh, but I was going to say that, uh, what is it? Mar- I mean, Marvel is Disney. DC is Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, it's extremely unlikely that those fucking massive companies would ever let any like mm-hmm. yeah, major but, unions get in. Just like Amazon can't fucking like won't allow it. I don't know about like what union rules are with like, with, like Warner Brothers though. Like you, they have to be part of like a lot of these like yeah. guilds uh, in Hollywood. So maybe DC would would and Disney, I guess too. I mean, you had Disney Studios, so I don't know. I I think it'll be interesting to see how things like for creators at least how Substack type setups work where they can just go directly to um their their consumers because of all the copyright issues that keep coming up where if a company you know commissions these freelance workers to do something the company owns that work and i think that if you can't unionize more pressure from other you know newer technologies might be good to like at least get them a better deal when it comes to these kinds of agreements and payment so Clark and Ryan, y'all may remember this. Do you remember uh, there was a company in the early 2000s called CrossGen, and then it got bought up by Marvel. And it was mostly like sci-fi and fantasy type comics, but they had really nice art, and like, they actually got some okay writers. Mm-hmm. Like to work for that company, you actually had to be an employee. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. you weren't a freelancer. Like Mark Wade wrote for them, and he had to go become an employee and only work on those books. And I think he had some yeah. special deal to do some creator-owned stuff, but he was one of the rare ones. Um, so like if there's a way for companies that offer exclusive deals, cause Marvel and DC both have that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe if I don't image doesn't do exclusive stuff cause that's not how they're set up for their creators. Yeah. But if they found a way to do it, then maybe then those creators could become like part of the union. Like that could be an incentive for them to be like, do work only with this company. And then when they leave the company, they're not u- in the union anymore. I guess not. Yeah, it's it's tricky because that work is so not consistent. So, yeah. like, how do you regulate that I type don't, of stuff? I don't yeah. know. I don't have the answers. Yeah. I don't have the answers. But I'm, well, I, I asked is, you. Well, no, I, I'm <laughs> I said I don't have the answers. This is your trial. Um, but, I mean, it's a good first step. Yeah, um, totally. I mean, clearly workers are overworked, yeah. underpaid, um, you know, and, like, the pandemic has, like, definitely shown a light on that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, getting healthcare alone yeah. hopefully will be a big part of this and like helping them set up something for like retirement or nest egg stuff, I think is super important That's as well. Thing, yeah. All right. So, speaking <laughs> of no transition, it's rumored that Darth Maul is Darth, getting sorry. an animated I work for Disney that. Plus. That's Hold late. on. Can we talk we about how Ryan was wistfully looking out the window <laughs> saying, gosh, that's the thing? <laughs> that's Ain't the that thing. just the way? I work with unions a lot, so I know the struggles <laughs> that they go yeah. through. All right. Yeah, no, agreed. Unions are good. Let's leave it at that. Darth Maul <laughs> is getting an animated Disney Plus show exploring his adventures with Crimson Dawn before that shitbox that was Solo, a Star uh, Wars story. How dare you? Also, the voice actors for Anakin Skywalker and Dryden Voss are back. Okay, sure. What do you have to say? I would be watch- I'd watch it. I will watch the shit out of that. Um, he is a he's basically Boba Fett in the prequel series. Like you didn't know Kalen enough. Is? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're pointing at him. I cut yes, him I out. fell into a giant asshole in a desert as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it, he's he was the one character that we really liked yeah. in the prequel series that we didn't get enough info about. So I think we're gonna want more and more. And this is only prompting him to eventually be showing up in live action as a half robot. I wonder if this story will have legs though. Oh no! Oh, oh no, baby girl! No, oh. I'm gonna cut you in half for that joke. Um, <laughs> so, so the animated series has already covered like this 
saga a little bit on how he became what he is now. But I'm interested to see more focused version of it's that. It's supposed to focus on his tell-all book about the <laughs> what is working in the Empire. What's it called? <laughs> yeah. Darth Maul, a story of a person cut in half. <laughs> Okay. No, he becomes a mall worker. Yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. Mall Walker. Yeah. Mall Walker. <laughs> Blart. Mall oh, Walker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am more confident in Star Wars's animated adventures. Uh, did you see that fucking anthology? How dare you? Oh, Visions. Boy, well, yeah. There were two good ones. Out of nine. Out of 40. Come on. It was so good, we decided to record an extra episode. Of it. <laughs> Catch it never. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, in the world of terrible voice acting, Jim Carrey is rumored to be the new voice of smart, murderous robot head Modoc in upcoming Disney Plus shows, including She-Hulk. Shut up! I like this. This sucks. Do you <laughs> I agree? Don't want Shut that. up! No, do you? I like. Yes. Do you? Pro- Why? Wait, pro. Let's listen Why? to Pro. Let's listen to Pro. Because he's fucking insane, and I think that would be the perfect voice for this. And Modoc is insane. No. Sorry, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> okay, so obviously Adam and Clark don't like it. I don't really care for it much either, but I'm whatever about it. Who would you rather have as the voice of Modoc? Uh, I hate that it even has to Rachel be Rachel Dratch? No, is I, that who you want? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Debbie Downer. <laughs> I hate that it has to be someone famous because everyone, it's always like famous It has actors. to be someone famous. That's true. <laughs> but I don't like it because I'm like, it's like the minute that fucking character opens their mouth. I'm going to be like, ew, that's Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Not that even that I don't even care that much about Jim Carrey. I just, it was the same, like I, I didn't even watch Sonic, but I'm like him doing Jim Carrey, doing Dr. Robotnik was not what I wanted. And like, it's just, but to your point, I'll, I'll keep thinking Clark, you want to rant and I'll have a name for you when it's over. I think Susie Essman. Would be a great, a great Modoc, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> Susie Essman. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Susie Essman. Just the screaming tax all the consult. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Suzy Orman? Yeah. Suzy Orman, yeah. yeah. Suzy Orman. <laughs> Suzy. Uh, That's what she calls herself. So I keep talking. Whenever I talk about Modoc, my favorite voice that um, existed was there was like Marvel or some sort of weird fucking thing like 2006, 2008 that was shorts on Marvel's yeah. website. Yeah. They were just bizarre as shit. Sassy, weird, Ooh. fucked up little guy, and that's the voice I want. Well, and that's what I was gonna say. What I really am actually, I think this is actually a bigger problem that I'm getting sick of is that there's a, and we saw this with What If. There's a difference between actors and voice acting, mm-hmm. and what I worry about is that I don't. I'm getting tired of hearing so many famous people do voice acting in animated kind of or like CGI type stuff. Because they're not necessarily that good at it, even though they're famous people. And I would love, you know, I would love to see Amy Sedaris. Got yeah, it. exactly. But I mean, yeah. there's just there's just so many crazy. Like to your point about it, it's got to be crazy. There's so many crazier voice actors that could do a role like this, and instead of pulling in like a obviously good, slightly off kilter physical actor, it just like it feels like a missed opportunity to really boost someone else up. With that said, let's be honest, Jim Carrey should just be doing voice acting right now. Like that is probably where his art form is going towards. Has he done so, voice no. acting? No, any? he hasn't, but yeah. I th- let's be honest, I think that's probably where his direction I should go. I think he's going toward painting. <laughs> no. So no. so did Hitler. No. Bob Ross. Wait, he's doing oh. he actually does paintings, by the way. Speaking of Hitler, Chris Pratt, follower of the anti-gay pro-rapist <laughs> Hillsong Church, is back in the news as the planned voice actor for some upcoming Garfield the Cat piece of trash. Lest we forget, last month last month he was cast as the iconic fireball-throwing water mechanic Mario, and now he's the voice of silky pasta cunt Garfield. I ask you, what have we done to deserve this pain? What I loved is they revealed this news on a Monday. Oh, on a oh, Monday! Got him. Oh. 
You know their fucking like PR agency was like, like we uh, nailed There's something that. Garfield Monday something something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who asked for this movie? Kids yeah. hate Mondays. Well, we don't know if it's a movie. Let it's, me it's guess. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is playing Kathy too. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> kind of like that. Scar- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just says act all the time. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, Susie Essman would also be great for the role of Kathy. Stop saying you I don't. Good, I don't like him. Copy. I don't like Thank him. You. No, he's ah, terrible. He's. Ah. I. I. Other than the church, is there? Is he actually terrible? I know that's a big thing, but like, was there? Did he do something? I, I feel think like we're just, I just think, done with him. No, I think he's just one note. As, yes, as an mm-hmm. actor, he's. I mean, ha- yeah, he ruined Star Lord for me. He made him shit in the comics. Ewing finally brought him into something interesting, but for eight years it's or not something, his fault alone is James Gunn's fault too. Yeah. yeah. It was the direction that he did, yeah. and he specifically hired him for oh, that Oh, so you're role. saying James Gunn should voice Garfield. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. The James Gunn. Yeah. yeah, it's just what's terrifying to me is that, again, there's another voice actor complaint, but it also is generally terrifying that I'm like, great, someone's seemingly as hot right now, so let's just put them in every fucking property possible. Is he hot? Have you seen him? No, 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 no I'm saying- never like, been into it. I'm talking oh, about, okay. about energy-wise. I always have found him attractive until I finally joined that church, and I said, fuck him. And now yeah, I don't actually then, care. No, then I'm gonna fuck that. Yeah, cult, that I'm gonna cult, fuck you. Cult. Get out of that cult. Fuck you. But you get back in the cult and then never talk to you again. Yeah. But what I don't like is that like, why are there so many Chris Pratt announcements? It's just yeah. fucking exhaustion. I'm like, do like one. Or, it's it's kind of like the ScarJo problem. Like you put someone in so many things. I, I mean, people are gonna eat it up. I'm not saying like it's not gonna make fucking money. But I am just exhausted by it. They're gonna eat it up. Like well, he's gonna, yeah. Then the, I'm trying. To, oh, he's gonna probably be. Uh, what is it, Tetsuo and Akira? Like when they actually get Akira, Akira yeah, off yeah, the ground, yeah. they're gonna put him in. It's gonna be the ScarJo problem all over again. That's when he'll finally get on a downturn. Well, yeah. let's go into that because of what I said. And now for a quick, Clark's got something. Watch out. Pick a character that Chris Pratt is wholly unsuited for, to, and describe why you hate Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> Chris Chris Pratt is Malcolm X. Oh God, that's so a... he's the voice actor of Malcolm yeah, X. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> God. Jesus. No, it's he's a real is black he, actor, um, but voice over with Chris Pratt. That'd be it, terrible. Is he black voicing or is he just going to be a white voice? He's going to do it? the voice he does as Mario. Yeah. Which is just his voice as the Lego hero. Lego guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his voice as Garfield. <laughs> Which is just like. Uh, he's the voice of the new Black Panther. Oh, oh gosh. No. You don't have to do my joke, Caleb. An actual panther. Yeah, he's an actual panther. <laughs> I don't know. If they made like Tetris the movie. Oh. He's going to play Tetris. Uh, Remember that he, Russian he, song he, that he, happens he, later? He's that da, Russian da, da, song. Da, da, da. Oh, he's the long block that you're always waiting uh, for. Oh, God. Call, it's, well, it, I would love that because he would never show up. Yeah. Coming to theaters this Christmas day, it's Call Me Mother, the Mother Teresa story starring Chris <laughs> Pratt as <laughs> true. none other than the, the Duvalier, President Duvalier, <laughs> <laughs> featuring I, RuPaul. Yeah, <laughs> this is a, this if not, is, the new song by RuPaul. Yeah. This is a real answer because you guys are such jokesters. But, um, <laughs> but I don't go for this kind. I of don't humor. do this. I I think of blue. like him actually doing a serious documentary, but with his fucking like winky oh, winky whoop, whoop, shit. Voice like Morgan a, Freeman, but like yes, yeah. yes, he's yes, the voice yes. of God. Yeah, ugh. That would I make me. It. And why do I hate him? Planet think, Earth you Three, know. starring the narrator Chris Pratt. <laughs> so when I was googling that church, it was talking about how it started in Australia and googling it was crazy anti-Aboriginal, and I didn't. Oh, I had no what? idea about that part. Whoa, Jesus, no shit. speak on that more. What do you? Yeah, we want more reasons to hate this fucking place. Yeah. So keep. Going. 
I'm just that's a there's fact. also a, a Chick Fil A that operates outside of it, uh, and an In and Out Burger yeah. too, right next Call to it. Called a Chris Fillet. <laughs> <That's Yeah. awesome. laughs> they have a uh, Dave Thomas Circle that uh, they're operating out of. There's so many car crashes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that was Clark's yeah, got done. something. The news we I got was. it all. That was our whole episode. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at HomosphereX and Instagram at Homosphere Podcast. Rate and review us, please. Uh, and also be sure to check out our interview with Steve Orlando. We have been Homo Superior, your home for hating Chris Pratt or mildly just not being interested in him. Bye. 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 Bye.